everybody, Biker again here. This is the third and more than likely the final episode concerning mental health issues. In this regard specifically, we, we might touch on it in future issues. The pimp and suburban dad and I have yet to finalize all of our plans for this podcast. But this morning I would just like to give one final thought about mental health and in in episode one I talked about ways that you can detect mental health the early warning signs in episode two I talked about uh, tips for how to help someone else with mental illness and in episode three I would just like to go over a couple things on how you as yourself can also um, help cope with mental health issues And, so let's just get right into it. Um, I got these, uh, again, same as episode two. As I mentioned, uh, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, is a great source, and I highly recommend that you check them out if you have the time. So, the first thing that they suggest is radical acceptance. And radical acceptance is completely and totally accepting something from the depths of your soul with your heart and your mind. And that is according to Marsha Leinen, who is the creator of Dialectal Behavior Therapy. And this basically, to sum it up, it means you cannot change the fact that you have mental illness. You will, no matter what, always have it with you. And... So every time that you, you try and get rid of it or pretend that it doesn't exist, what you're doing is just draining your energy. And once you have begun to accept yourself and accept your condition, then it becomes easier to, to take care of yourself, to do everything uh, that you need to do, that you feel you need to do, in order to recover and, and be able to live a, a happier life again. So the next step they suggest is deep breathing. And this is something that a lot of people will tell you to do, and it is extremely helpful. Even if you don't have mental health problems, it is something to do if you're ever feeling anxiety or feeling stressed about anything. They recommend uh, the concept of 537 breathing. So that is you breathe in for five seconds, you hold the breath for three seconds, and then you breathe out for seven seconds. And again, that's breathe in for five, hold for three, and breathe out for seven. And this will set just send the blood flowing through you, and your heart will begin to slow and you'll begin to relax. And, and oftentimes, you'll begin to re- relax without even realizing that you've started to relax. Now, the next step that they recommend is, is called opposite to emotion thinking. And, and it says that uh, basically the concept is exactly what the name is. You act in the opposite way that your emotions tell you to act. So if you are feeling upset and you have the urge to isolate yourself and cut everyone else off, 
the opposite to emotion thinking tells us that we should go out and be around other people to do the opposite action of isolation and when you're feeling anxious then you want to combat something combat that with something that uh, is calming such as meditation or if you are a great artist and that calms you down then go and go and draw or go and paint or whatever is your personal way to to feel calm go and do that um, because it will help you recenter yourself the next step that it recommends is is the five senses so this is this is a, a very common method that a, a therapist will will recommend to you when you're feeling the the feelings of depression or anxiety or stress the five senses is where instead of focusing on your anxiety or your depression or your stress you focus on everything else around you you take a second and you look you look around and you notice other things that are in the room so let's say you're in a school classroom you can look around and you can look at the whiteboard and look at the clock and look at the papers set around the room with maps or posters or history or whatever is on is on the walls and then you also want to take a moment to close your eyes and and listen to what's going on around you can you hear students pencils going across their paper can you hear birds outside can you hear the lunch bell ringing and then you want to to experience touch you will feel the the desk that you're sitting in you will feel your the paper and pencil and then of course you'll be able to smell everything and, and take a second to smell the food maybe it's a cafeteria food or somebody's lunch that they brought in and then taste is a little bit harder but if you have a snack on you it is very you know recommended that you you have that snack even a piece of gum just to help you get all five senses and and to take your mind off of what's bothering you um the next step that they recommend is is called mental reframing and mental reframing is taking the emotion or stress and thinking of it in a different way so for example, uh, let's say you are stuck in traffic, and while you're stuck in traffic, you could be thinking, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me, now I'm going to be late, you know, why does this always happen to me, it's only ever me. You could reframe this and, and say something along the lines of, you know, sure the traffic's bad, but I'm still getting to where I need to go. You know, there's nothing I can do about all these cars lined up. There's nothing I can do because I got stopped at a light. And, you know, there's there's nothing I can do to fix this. So instead, I can listen to music on the radio or I can think about something else in my life. So it's, it's taking something bad that's happened to you and putting a positive spin on things. And the, the final one that I uh, am going to go over is 
emotion awareness. So, we briefly touched on this in, in just the lightest of terms with radical acceptance, where with radical acceptance you want to accept that your mental illness is a part of you, that uh, no matter what you do, it will always be a part of you. And emotional awareness is is right, right hand in hand with that. If you live your life in denial of your emotions, then it takes you longer to take care of them because you're always trying to deny that you have them. You're always trying to push them away. So if you're feeling anxious, then don't immediately try and get rid of your anxiety. It's okay to take a couple minutes and, and feel anxious and then meditate or go back to doing whatever makes you calm using the five senses everything like that accepting that you feel a certain way it, it lets yourself feel in a way whole it it helps you to to better understand how to take action to get rid of these these feelings that you have um obviously you can't control that you have mental illness i talked about it in i believe it was the last episode episode two uh, or uh, episode one sorry where there were factors that went into mental health it was your biological factors life experiences and, and your family history and so you can't control it and it's not an easy thing to deal with but if you take the chance to to do some of the things that I recommended, I I know that they work. Um, I have had anxiety in my life before I take a test. I've I've had overwhelming amounts of stress, and I've done several of these steps, and it calms me down, and I feel better prepared. So I hope that this whole thing has been helpful for you guys, the listeners. I hope that the last three episodes have kind of given you a better idea of how to identify, how to help other people, and how to help yourself with um, mental illness specifically. As I mentioned, this will probably be the last episode I talk about that, but you know, if, if you guys liked hearing about it and you would like more suggestions and more explanations, I would be more than willing to do that. I would just have to look into seeing if it's still a possibility. So again, I thank you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. And until next time.